Greetings, Spartans. This is Batman. Today we are here to talk about Halo Infinite Multiplayer Season 1 that we now know is going to be called Heroes of Reach. We have a lot to cover, so let's just dive in. We have some new information about the first season of Halo Infinite's multiplayer, which has now been confirmed to be called Heroes of Reach. Some of the things I'm going to go ahead and read from the interviews that they did on 624, 2021, through HaloWaypoint.com. So, I'm going to read it verbatim. Ready to go, live 5x5. Welcome back. When we last spoke in December, we outlined the team's key pillars, showed off some awesome armor, and talked about how launch is only the beginning for Halo Infinite. To revisit the first point about the team's pillars, how do they come into play when supporting a live game month to month? And I'm not going to mention the names uh, every single time someone's talking. I'm just going to go ahead and do a quick read. The names will be displayed on the YouTube channel themselves, as you can expect. Thanks for having us back to talk to the community. So yeah, our pillars I mentioned last time that these are the guiding light for the live team. And there's four of these. Healthy engagement is paramount. We maintain a player-first focus. Provide unambiguous value. Always be listening, learning, and experimenting. What that means is what that means is that every new design, every piece of content we look at putting in front of the players goes through a vetting process against these pillars. We hold the content plan up to these pillars and say, does this meet all of our requirements? Does it hold true to our values? Tweak it until it does, or go back to the drawing board. Since we're a live game, that's a continuous process. We'll never be done supporting Halo, and this isn't a one-and-done audit. The team has also mentioned seasons a few times, including our recent Halo Infinite multiplayer overview video. How will Halo Infinite function as a live game, and what role will seasons have as part of that? Seasons are the core container or framework for the content we will be delivering to our players. It's a concept they should be familiar with in MCC already, but for our new players, it's pretty simple. Roughly every three months, we're going to kick off a new season, which is a big deal, saying that it's going to be every three months, which was what I expected, at least three, maybe four months at, at the latest. So roughly every three months, we're going to kick off a new season. This comes with a ton of updates, new gameplay content, new events, which is something new as well, uh, new systems, new customizations, new progressions, new, new, new. And as you'll see in this blog, we're really excited by the work the Halo Waypoint team is doing to bring your Spartans a seasonal journey to the web and mobile app. And I will be covering the Halo Waypoint news in a separate video, because that is something I'm actually very excited to talk about. This one is just focused on the multiplayer seasons. We are focused to adding to the player experience every season. We will look at what worked and see if we want to do more of it. If something did not work, we will learn from it and do better in the future. We want to experiment, learn, and listen with every release and make the game better for everybody. Also, it should be noted that along with progression and customization pieces, Seasons will also debut big and small features that make the game a larger, more fun experience. Interviewer says, There's quite a bit to unpack there, but before we dive into the specifics for events, customization, and progression, I wanted to discuss the quarterly model with you first. Why did we decide on this time period between larger updates and the obvious question from a community manager, do we have to wait three months to fix issues that may arise? Which is a valid question. So we decided on roughly three months because it gives players a good amount of time to experience and explore the seasonal content without it getting tiresome and without constantly pulling the rug from under players. We want to ensure that there's always a fresh and fun reason to be playing Halo Infinite, but that the things they know and love will be around for more than a heartbeat. And you absolutely do not need to wait three months for big bug fixes. 
we're going to have to prioritize fixes on our end, of course. Not everything will be fixed immediately, but we have the infrastructure to deploy fixes pretty rapidly once we solve them on our end. And of course, player feedback will continue to play a key role in identifying opportunities and shaping our priorities as Halo Infinite grows and evolves over time. There's one note from Ryan in regard to seasons that I'd like to jump in on. We want players to have cool content, activities, events, and rewards over the course of the season. But we do not want to demand that players play a ton of hours every week of the season to complete everything. We want players having fun in Halo. But we do not want to demand that players play a ton of hours every week of the season to complete everything. We want players having fun in Halo, not grind it like it's a job. Which is really good. Um, I've, I'm a big Destiny fan, as you regular listeners know. And sometimes grinding can feel like a job. You're like, okay, I have to do this many bounties for PvP. I have to do this many bounties for the PvE. And then i got to do this over here. And I'm supposed to raid this many times a week in order to maximize my gains. And it can be... A lot. I mean, when you have a lot of free time, it's great because it gives you a lot to do. But with their new Battle Pass, which we're about to talk about, uh, system, it's. I hope Destiny will adopt that as well as other games because I know other games are, are very similar. When the season's over, your progression stops. Whatever you didn't get, you don't get, even though you paid for the content. And, uh, I mean, seasonal content is, I think, the future, as I've mentioned before. But in this particular case... They want you to be able to just have fun and get progression over time. That you don't have to feel like you're grinding it because there's a deadline. So what they're basically doing effectively is killing FOMO or fear of missing out. And that is incredible news. That's how it should be. If you paid for a season pass, you should be able to go back and grab the rest of the rewards from that season. And they've already said in with the E3 video that they're going to allow you to be able to select which battle pass that you want to put your experience points towards. So, let's go ahead and go back into the discussion. So it says, gotcha, that's really good context to have. Now let's dive into another part of your earlier answer, which touched on events. What kind of events, how many events, and will players be able to expect per season? And it says, for season one, think of events as fun things for the players to experience and get rewarded. Almost every week, we'll mix up the activities that are presented to the player. Certain big weeks will feature events that have new activities and specific reward tracks. It says in a hyphen, free reward tracks. We will provide more details on specific events before launch, but be on the lookout for a special event type with specific specific thematic rewards called a fracture. The battle pass and other main vectors will supply cannon customization. The fracture and some events will at times lean into further things afield, like the Yoroi armor shown in the multiplayer trailer. That's the samurai-looking armor. So, we've mentioned customization in cosmetics a few times now. What are the various ways players earn and unlock customization elements? Out of the gate, players can start getting gear and get rewards from the free battle pass track, the paid battle pass track, challenges, skill rewards, event reward tracks, legacy rewards, for example, Halo 5's SR-152 rank, and be rewarded for some campaign actions. We have a number of Season 1 giveaways as well. Certain weeks and days have some significance inside and outside the game, so we've set aside pieces for players to log in and claim. And remember, we'll always be adding new customizations and fun ways to unlock and earn those as well. Day one is just the beginning for us. And it says, I know you touched on it in a multiplayer overview video, but can you elaborate a little more why our battle pass is going to be different and dare I say better than most out there right now? First and foremost, we're working hard to ensure that the battle pass isn't a grind for players. We want it to be a supplemental reward stream for the time you were already putting into the game. I, for one, can't stand it when I'm playing a game just to complete a battle pass. It feels like a chore to me. 
Side note, I fully agree with that. On how we're going to be different, we're going player first with our battle passes. All battle passes will be permanent. That means the Season 1 battle pass will be around forever. You can always go back, select that as your active battle pass, and continue to earn progress on it. If you decided to take a season off or you just simply didn't have time to play, that's fine. You can always go back and purchase any prior battle pass as well. Additionally, our passes will always include various free rewards in addition to the premium track. This goes back to a few pillars of ours. Provide unambiguous value and maintain that player-first focus. We looked at other titles where you buy something that provides you time-limited access to the pass, and now you feel obligated to play. That's not fun, and it's not player-first. If you put the trust in us and purchase something from us, it's yours. No strings attached. This has been part of our plan for a long time. I'm so glad we're finally able to talk about it publicly. So my question is, as a side note, is what about the free tracks? If I skip a season and I don't have time to play, yes, I can go back and pay for the battle pass. Do I get access to the free and the premium track? Or can you just go back and get it for free the way that you can currently with MCC? That'll be something I'm sure we'll be finding out more about later. Uh, It says, while we're still on the topic of customization, though, the team teaser may be a few other aspects of player customization that we haven't seen yet. Can you tell us now, or will we have to wait a bit longer? It says, not quite yet. Knowing Uni and crew, though, there are undoubtedly glimpses coming up, which will be obvious or just barely hidden out of view. Glad to hear that people won't have to wait too much longer, then. Before we wrap up a second chat with you, do you have any closing words for the community? Thanks for having us again. I'm excited when we get to engage with the community and can't wait to continue the conversation throughout the year. Reminder to everyone out there, Sign up for Halo Insider so you can play in flights and get the latest news on Infinite. And I'll be doing another video soon that will show you how to sign up for Halo Insider if you don't know how. It says, yes, every season will have exciting new content and activities. We have a ton to talk about. We're excited to continue the dialogue in the future. Also in the same news article, it says, During the Halo Infinite section of the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase, I said the Master Chief is the heart of Hero. This is true, and we can't wait for all of you to play the latest epic and intimate chapter of the Chief's story. But it isn't the whole truth. There's another hero standing beside Master Chief at the very heart of the Halo universe. Some of you may have met this hero way back in 2001 with the launch of Halo Combat Evolved. Some of you will meet this hero for the first time this holiday, because this hero is you. Or rather, they are the character you become every time you step into a Halo multiplayer match. And the next step of their journey begins with the launch of Halo Infinite's first multiplayer season, which we're calling Heroes of Reach. Customizing your character, making Spartan look and sound exactly the way you want, is a huge part of the journey. So is tracking your triumphs and setbacks, or interacting with your friends and foes on a new and improved Halo waypoint. But your journey is more than that. At the center of our plans is a goal to deeply root your multiplayer character in the larger Halo universe and give them a vital, active role in the Halo story moving forward. How exactly we're going to do this in the seasons and years ahead, well, we're not ready to share details yet, but I can share that we picked Heroes of Reach as a seasonal theme for very specific reasons. Reach has a rich history, it's a key location for Spartans of old, and a focal point for a new generation of Spartans preparing to wrestle with the perils and mysteries of a galaxy that has fundamentally changed after the events of Halo 5. Indeed, Halo Infinite's first multiplayer season takes place at a transformational moment in Halo history. At the pivot point from one generation of heroes to the next, in this moment, your multiplayer hero is waiting just offstage, geared up for battle and ready to spring into action, and their epic story has yet to be told. And that is from Joseph Staten, head of creative for Halo Infinite. And that's all for this episode. 
Uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you can get more content and help us grow our channel. We really appreciate you listening, and until next time, just play.